Inhabit listeners, got a little treat for you today. It's not just me and Benj. We've got a guest. We do have a guest. An esteemed. Highly esteemed. Guest. Highly sought after guest. You wouldn't even believe how sought after. Olivia Wolf. How many people have asked you to be on podcasts lately? Um, it's mainly just you, Will. <laughs> <laughs> so you are highly sought um, after by one just podcast. Just by you. <laughs> I've asked you to be on at least you, three though. different shows. You so have. Yeah. I love it. And one, this is actually one raving fan. <laughs> this is actually your second inhabit. It is. You, you had like a cameo mm-hmm. in yes. an early episode. Wow. Yes. On Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our SDA friend. Give us oh, SDA yes. insights into Sabbath. <laughs> I'm waving. Hello. She's waving. She's waving. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was sort of out of context, I guess, for people that don't know you. It was just an amazing, lovely little reflection from someone named Olivia. Who are you for the listeners? Awesome. Um, yes, hello. I'm Olivia Wolf. Um, it's always hard to describe yourself. Great last name, by the way. Thank you. I've never really thought about it until inher- just right now. Yeah, yeah, I inherited it. So yeah. I didn't do much work yeah, but to get it, but thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I'm Olivia Wolf. I'm studying at Newcastle Uni. Um, I want to be an author and a writer and a poet. But also, I guess I am that at the same time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Declare it. And um, yeah, that's that's me. I'm a philosophical thinker. And thank you for having me. Very good. It's a pleasure. You are a great thinker and a great uh, put thoughts into words, <laughs> a.k.a. writer. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was very eloquent. At what point do you become an author? When you've authored. When you've published I feel something. Like when you've published something, you can be like, you can I'm, be an, an, I'm author, an author. Whereas... Uh, yeah, that's what yeah, I think. you're emerging or aspiring perhaps mm, before that. You're yeah. definitely a writer, no yeah. doubt about that. But I think you probably wouldn't say you're an author unless you've published. Yeah, mm. good to know. Mm. I'm not an author. You thinking about <laughs> it? No, no. You should branch into it. No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and just like not not my forte. <laughs> Olivia, we wanted to get you on in our season on prayer mm. because partly because of your creative practices. I know you, through, we, we write poems a lot, you know, and send each other poems we write and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I reckon the line between like creative writing and prayer is pretty blurry. And even for people that don't have any kind of creative writing practice, that can, can be an amazing entryway into prayer. Mm. Um, but then also just, you know, you've got your own faith journey and story and we want to hear different people's experiences around prayer. So my first question for you before we get into creative stuff is actually around knowing that you're somebody who came to faith, you know, um, you didn't grow up in a Christian household. Your family came to faith when you were in like high school. Is that right? Mm, Yeah. So what was it like uh, learning to pray or learning about prayer? You know, what was the shift in your household like? Mm, Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting because for me, um, I went to a public school and they had a scripture teacher come in when I was like in primary school. And she came in and started talking about God and Jesus. And I was like, yeah, this is amazing, um, apart from my family. And so I was like, oh, yeah, Jesus is a great guy. Like, he seems so lovely. Like, I love that. And so I lived in Australia and then I moved to the States for two years um, in primary school. And when I'm, this scripture teacher introduced God to me, I was like, yeah, I'm going to start praying. And so actually I started praying when I was quite young. Wow. Um 
of course the prayers weren't like that <laughs> that um I don't know deep they were like god please help me catch this pokemon um important prayer yeah <laughs> on an earlier episode of this season i referenced a kid doing that and yeah. slammed that kid oh no was <laughs> <laughs> that kid me <laughs> no it wasn't you it was another kid i was just i mean obviously it was a common prayer back yeah, in the yeah, 90s yeah. <laughs> catch the pokemon <laughs> catch the gyarados or whatever it is <laughs> um yeah and so that's kind of how prayer started for me and um yeah my family weren't religious so i just it was kind of like god was my imaginary friend but not imaginary and um so I was just praying to God in that way and then I even remember like I used to do taekwondo that my parents would lovingly take me to which I didn't want to do but and I remember um just being on the sidelines and I was waiting for my brothers and sisters to finish and like I was saying a prayer out loud but just like mouthing it like wasn't saying it and I remember a lady being like, oh, that girl's praying. I don't know why she verbalized this to my mum who was sitting next to me. And my mum's like, oh, no, she's just sleeping, like, because I had my eyes closed. But I just remember having this kind of, kind of like, shame about it almost, like, because they weren't Christian, but I was praying. So, yeah, I, th- I think I've prayed to God for a long time and then it wasn't really associated with a church, just kind of this figure that I pray to and then, yeah, in um, I moved back to Australia and started going to a Christian school and then prayer was kind of introduced to me as like a corporate thing or like a grace thing, like before we eat or um, before class. And then it became more of like, oh, you can even pray like in community. But I had started like just in my own room or on my own sort of thing. Yeah. That's so cool. I, l- I love that thought that like you had this because your whole family came – to faith eventually right yeah yeah but it was like sort of like god had been working on your heart what what kept you praying like as how old were you you i was like oh so or earlier yeah when i first started praying i was in u1 so yeah, i was like wow. yeah a young kid and then i don't know what kept me praying i just it just i think there's like a verse about like eternity being on your heart and i think for me i was like whoa this just makes sense <laughs> <laughs> but like no real like logical reason yeah awesome. oh that's cool that's cool do you have any you know experiences looking back in prayer that you can point to and go like oh man that was like an incredible yeah moment in prayer or like r- really sort of rich experiences mm. anything like that I think when I was younger it was like moving into prayer as a community mm. it was really cool but um recently probably an experience that was really rich in prayer was um, I have a group of friends that we just on a Friday night will just play songs by a fire and hang out. And one of these weekends recently we went to my best friend's grandparents' place and um, he's a really cool dude. We just call them Ma and Pa, like everyone's just like taking them in as their grandparents. But um, he's a pastor and a lecturer and was in America for COVID and he had to come back. But he was just taking us through, like, what is prayer? And um, maybe I'm jumping ahead a bit, but he kind of raised the question of, like, if prayer doesn't – if we request things of God and they don't happen, then what is the purpose of prayer? And, like, why do we keep doing it, to your point before? Like, what what makes us do it? And so he, like, gave us this task of just, like, going outside and sitting down and praying to God and being, like – 
take out the thank yous and take out the requests and then what are you left with Mm. and do that. And that was really, I don't know, for me, eye-opening. I was like, whoa, I do just say like, thank you for this. Can I have this? See you later. Um, So, yeah, that was really rich for me. It it felt almost like a return to being a kid where you're like, I'm just going to have a chat. Mm. Um, what, yeah. When you did take out the thank yous and the requests or when you do do that, what what are you left with? What do you turn to when mm. you don't fall back on kind of the patterns that we all just default to? Mm. I think in, in, for me it's like it's almost I'm then starting to just unpack my life with God <laughs> or like as you would with a friend. Like I even said to God like, you know, it's a bit silly but it was like, how are you going, God? <laughs> like even though he's God, he's always – supposed to be the same it's like taking it back to that like what if this is a conversation like I would have with you guys like what we're having right now like mm. how do I be the most honest I can be like even with the the rough stuff too yeah I love that I think that's a beautiful thought you know I've thought for a long time and heard a lot of people say you know prayer really is about aligning our hearts with God's which is a nice concept, but to do that, it's almost like you need to ask like, God, how do you feel about this? Like Mm. this situation that I'm going through or this person that I'm thinking about, where are you positioned in this? How do you feel? How are you going when you think about COVID or whatever, God? Like that's a cool, cool way to think about it. Mm. What about the, um, the struggle? What are some of the things that you do find? It's an an example of some rich experiences of prayer, but uh, what are some of the things that stop you or some of the things that you know, make prayer difficult. Mm. Yeah. I I listened to your, um, the, the second podcast that you did on prayer, um, like the problems mm. prayer. I really enjoyed that. Thank you for that. Um, but I feel like for me, there's kind of two things. There's like the theoretical bit that I kind of bump up against in like, but if God knows everything, then why do I have to pray? Like if God's always wanting to do the best thing he can, then what is the purpose of me for praying? And um, recently I went on an exchange to the UK and I did a philosophy of religion um, course. And for me it was like equally beautiful but equally really hard because kind of raised those questions for me about like who is God? Why does God allow suffering? Um yeah, all those types of things. And then I think that kind of comes in, it's all interrelated with prayer too um, and about like who are you praying to and and what is like the mechanics of prayer or is there mechanics of prayer? So there's that kind of like theoretical thing I bump up against. But then also I think just like I try and leave silence in prayer often but um, it's hard to distinguish between like what part is it you and what part is it? God. Which I think a lot of people kind of struggle with that. Mm. Um, yeah, that's probably me. Oh, that's good. That's, I think that's a, that's a wrestle we all have. But I love mm. what you said earlier. That's like, you know, eternity is written on our heart. There is like yeah. something innately human about reaching out mm. to God. Even if we're not even sure who or what that is. Like there's something, like there's something aching in our hearts for that. And I think like... There's there's those ideas or things that we're taught sometimes that get in the way of that, of like the transactional nature of prayer. Um, and I love, you know, you're talking about, you know, when you take that stuff out, what, what are you left with? You're left with a relationship. Um, and the beautiful thing about that, about relationship, is that it's, it's um, 
it's not formulaic and it's not transactional and it's not like a question and an answer necessarily. And it's not like this is how it works because relationships are just not like that. Um, Is there anything that you've done that that's helped you keep your prayer life in the uh, like in the relational space rather than the like transactional space or rather than the, you know, like ticking a box how do you how do you keep yourself in, engaged in the relational side? Yeah, so the relational versus the yeah ticker box. Mm. I think like I'm still learning to do that. I don't think I have that down pat. But I was even thinking this morning, kind of like ruminating on that question of like starting out with a conversation with God, and we do a like a practice in writing and it's called like the daily pages and it's like when you sit you do know the the daily pages yeah i do but listeners might not so yeah i'll unpack it so i don't remember do you know what the lady's name is will who does it? julia cameron yeah amazing will would do a much better explanation of what it is but basically you just sit down um in the morning and you try and like write out a page or three pages and it's kind of like this exercise of skimming the gunk I guess off the top of your brain so then you can write you know the good stuff and I almost think it's a bit like that with prayer like I kind of sit down with God and I'm like God I'm gonna word vomit at you all of the things I'm thinking I'm going through and then allowing a bit of time to be like oh what do I do after that and then kind of taking that throughout the day like I don't think prayer can just be like 10 minutes in the morning Mm. Um, and maybe that's what that kind of verse is about like never stop praying or like pray without ceasing Mm. is then like taking that attitude through the rest of your day. Um, And to me that kind of echoes me as a kid just being like, oh, la, 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 oh, I'll talk to God now, like in the middle of some random thing and then I'll keep on going with my day. Like it's not supposed to be, I don't think, like 10 minutes here and 10 minutes here. I think it's just like an attitude. Yeah try mm, i like that idea of the you know you, you actually still do the the word vomit mm. but then you get on the other side of that where the deep conversation happens and that's true with a lot of relationships as well like i you know feel like i often get home and i just unload just like the stuff of the day and that's important that's part of the relationship but then you can kind of settle into okay now we can have a deep conversation about something that's a, a little bit below the surface you know we've kind of talked about some of the just like oh just the manic stuff of the day but there are those layers and they're both valid, but maybe we only ever do one. Don't allow ourselves to get to the other. Well, Liv, you are a um, kind of an all-round creative person, an Enneagram 4 for those who are, have listened to any yes. Enneagram episodes. So <laughs> you see the world through all of the colours and sounds and artistic beauty and you are an amazing poet, very good at putting things into words. What is for you, if you were to try and articulate it, the relationship? between your kind of creativity and your your practice as a writer and your engagement and relationship with God through things like prayer? Mm. I think they kind of all meld together. Like I don't start out a poem and think it's a prayer and then it turns into one and then vice versa. Um, And I journal a lot too. So sometimes I'll just kind of start the page with just like God and then I'll just like, again kind of skimming the top off just like I'll just write and write and write um 
Yeah, I think all of those things are like beautifully intermingled. Like if you think of the Psalms, like it's song, but it's also poetry, but it's also mm. David being like, ah, <laughs> you know, so it's, I think in the pain, in the, in the beauty, it's like prayer is all those things, the chaos, the artistry, the, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's good. I um, I, I always find it so interesting because uh, I'm I'm the sort of person that like journaling. I find it so hard. <laughs> yeah. Like writing, writing poetry, writing out my prayers. Like mm. there's something um, for me. Like I just I don't know. I don't have the like um, the patience mm. or like I I yeah. I don't know. It's something about like crafting something that's like just between me and God is yeah. like almost it seems like not worth it to me in a way, which like mm. is telling of like um where i'm at but i know my wife i know when she was learning how to pray she became um, a follower of jesus at 20 wow, um, yeah. and she was like terrified of praying like in in community mm. praying out loud and so um she would start by writing out her prayers and then she would read it yeah wow. like like with other people and i think there's just something so beautiful about that and mm. it's kind of like i i just love that the um the blurred lines between creativity and poetry and the expression of yourself, you know, skimming off the stuff off the top of your brain, um, as you put it, and like the conversation with God. And there's just a very fine line between like what's, what's poetry and what's, what's journaling and what's prayer. Um, but I think that's like, that's kind of beautiful as Mm, well. Yeah. Um, are there any other practices, uh, like that or creative ways that you, engage with God or, or, do, or are there any like specific ways that you see that kind of meld between creativity and sort of mm. uh, your, your, you know, spiritual practice or habit? Um, any ways that those things meld together for you that might spark ideas mm. for other people? Yeah, I don't know. I think even like I'm reading um, Atomic Habits at the moment and I love it. And um, even just I love that idea of like, how do we bring prayer alongside something we already do? Yes. Like how do we tack it onto the end of something else? Like I know Hillsong for a while did like you brush your teeth and you pray. But for me, I just stand in the shower and I just like talk my prayers out. Um, yeah, I find that really like therapeutic too. There's something really therapeutic about like just speaking to God and yeah. But I totally get that. There's like a kind of thing of some prayers are – or there's like a holy way to pray. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I think that just like make turns people away because yeah. they're like, oh, well, I can't do that. Yes. But I don't think it should be like that at all. I think it should be totally a conversation. Yeah, it's good. Um, Is yeah. journaling something you do like at the same time every day? Do you have like a habit and a pattern around it? Or mm. is it just kind of like it comes and goes depending on the day? And, you know, like talk to us a bit about your actual process. Yeah. So I try and do it like in the morning, usually while I'm having breakfast, but sometimes I miss that. Um, But yeah, it's basically for me, I'm an internal processor. And so it's almost like I have to journal. Like that's actually how I started poetry. It it wasn't a poem. It was me like in the notes on my phone being like, ah, these are all the emotions Mm -hmm. that I feel because I find it hard to articulate it. And I think like I've learned over time how to be a communicate like a better communicator 
But like when I was a teenager, I was like, I have all these, you know, classic angst. I have all these emotions. Where do I put them? And so, classic Enneagram for Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, So I just kind of would start like writing it all in my notes. And then that's kind of, I think, morphed into my journaling practice. And then I guess from there how it turns into poetry is sometimes I'm like, oh, that's a really cool line or let me unpack that thought Mm. further. Like why does that – or even if you have a journal for a long time, you can look back through and be like, wow, these are my patterns. Like Mm. I always do this thing or I always say these things. Mm. Like a lot of the time I'll read back in my journal and it will be like me saying, oh, I'm I'm broken or I don't know. Mm. And it's like these phrases that I'm like, oh, there's something about that for me that I should unpack further. And I think that's why journaling and prayer is really cool too. Yeah, that's great. Um, obviously, one of the things me and Benj are very into is, you know, encouraging people to expand their imagination mm-hmm. around how prayer can look and to get experimental and to try different things. And one of our, I guess, hearts for this collection of episodes is that people would try, you know, prayer while they walk in their neighbourhood. They would try... Um, prayer using some of the different shapes and techniques and things we've recommended Mm -hmm. so for somebody like Benj here who's like journaling I don't know how to do that or I don't I don't (laughs) haven't really experienced much life in that Mm. as someone who does it a lot and has got a lot out of it Mm. you know talking to someone who maybe is at the beginning and thinking about trying something like that some of our listeners might be interested in journaling but not know where to start Mm. what would your advice be for somebody who wants to have a go where do you start yeah. what, like you're looking at the blank page it's terrifying yeah <laughs> what do you actually do there yeah I think again to echo that kind of daily pages skimming off the top of your head thing I think what works about that is that you make your journal or your prayer with God I think they're in, in you know changeable a safe space like don't mm. a tip would be like don't edit it while you're doing it or don't or even like it's not a diary but like it's also a secret place between you and you and you and God. Like I very rarely allow people to read my journal, only people I really trust because then it's like I could literally say whatever I want Mm. and no one's going to read it or no one's going to know that, you know, I was thinking that. So I would say like allow that to be a safe space for you Mm. and then, yeah, I think just – get down what what's bugging you it could even be like you could start with just your grocery list or you could start with just like these are the things I need to get done today and yeah to overcome that kind of like blank space um just get something down and then allow it to like go where it needs to go Mm. yeah that's good and you do you actually write this out like on physical paper yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to type it but it's like I don't know. There's something about the yeah. paper and the pen. I don't know. Yeah. There's something you said before that just sparked an idea for me about like noticing the patterns mm. and just wondering like whether that's kind of what prayer is, like noticing, yeah. noticing like prayer as a form of noticing, mm-hmm. like noticing myself, noticing like what I go to and what I want to pray like what are the things that I actually want to communicate to God? And what is that actually saying about me? What is it saying about God? What is it saying about my relationship? Um, I just think that's like something something beautiful in that. Are there any um, habits looking forward like in terms of your prayer life that you love to form or love to explore? I think even just that um, 
idea before where that pa <laughs> led um, me and that group through is like, yeah, just getting out and spending that time with God um, and unpacking it. But, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's always a continual thing with me and I think returning to that kind of childlike thing of like just sitting at God's feet <laughs> and being like that kind of cliche about it. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. What What would that if you were to leave this place mm. and go and do that, I just think there's power in specific examples because people can then connect with that and recontextualize it. But, mm-hmm. yeah, for you to sit at God's feet and to have the time and space around that, what would it look like? Where would you do it? Yeah, ideal, <laughs> ideal prayer space. I think, like, in that instance, I just walked out. It was, like, this pretty field and I just sat down, which, I mean, it's very romantic and we don't all have pretty fields, but making maybe a space in your house or somewhere that it's, like, safe for you to just kind of be like, how do I express my feelings and emotions verbally or journaling um yeah and taking the time to do that I think ultimately like someone I was I was listening to that nomad podcast that you put me Mm. on to but um I think it was a really good um podcast talking about like the perils of um petitionary prayer but he would just raise this point of like a lot of the time prayer is he thinks prayer is about changing you and not necessarily changing God. Like we, we often present things to God being like, we would love you to change this about this circumstance, which I think is equally as valid. But sometimes it's almost being like, I need to give myself the space. Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's five minutes in my day to just be like, look inward, yeah. what's going on in here? Um, and Yeah, you could do that through journaling or, yeah, just speaking that out loud. Yeah, beautiful. One of the things that all of that makes me think about, you know, obviously we can't go out into a field every day. Yeah. But we can write pages every day or we can pray, you know, kind of some of those simple prayers every day. But the person we referenced before, Julia Cameron, she talks about do your do your daily pages, your morning pages, and do a weekly artist date, mm-hmm. which is where you take yourself out and do something like watch a sunrise every week or yeah. you do something that, that fills you up with the wonder and beauty of life. And I don't think that's just good for creatives and artists. I think that's that would be an amazing way to approach our prayer life. Like let's have one one time a week. Ben kind of does this with his Sinai prayer. That's almost like more of that artist date, like that lengthier prayer space. And then there's the daily practice. Yeah, I love that. And then that. you could go next level and have a quarterly day where I think you do that again, Ben. Yeah. Yeah, you could yeah. even like schedule it in as like a business meeting. Like oh, I have to I have to go talk to someone. Absolutely. <laughs> but That's what Jesus. I tell people I've got a meeting. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was the best. I knew a guy who would um go to Terrigal and just order a coffee and then like that would be his space. Yeah. Like once a week. Yeah. I was like, That's really beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, great idea. It's a good thing. Was it Benj? No. <laughs> Sorry, Benj. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know a couple guys that do Yeah, there's two guys. <laughs> Um, awesome. Thanks, Liv. Bench, yeah. anything for you out of that conversation that stood out? Anything that's like an aha moment for you? Oh, just that the prayer is noticing. I think that's like a new thing for me to explore. Like how is my practice of prayer helping me notice myself in this world, notice the people around me, notice God at work. Um, 
and I love just the the, the mix of like uh, creativity and and using something that that you already it's just already a practice in your life and that that melding into into prayer. Um, so yeah, thank you. Awesome, thanks, Liv. I think we're all we're all learners on this podcast, but we're all teachers as well. And I think you know not just on the podcast, but wherever you're at in your life, like. Um, have a learner's attitude, but also the more that we share with each other what's working for us or what, what we're learning in our practice or what we're struggling with or what we're reading, um, we can all be learning and teaching at the same time. So thank you for learning with us and uh, also teaching with us a little bit from from what's happening in your life at the moment. If you'd like, as a guest, I can give you the great honour of pressing this big button here. What? Which really? will make the outro music <laughs> for you play. The purple one? The purple one. Well, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then when the music plays, we can say any last skimming oh. skim crap off the brain wow. that we need to. So, Or you can go onto our um, Inhabit Community <laughs> Facebook group mm. and you can share what's working for you because we're all teachers. Totally. Leave a review as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> thanks, Liv. Great <laughs> idea. <laughs> That's an incredible idea. <laughs> Amazing. Well, I'm going to stop talking, but Olivia, give people your last word of advice or encouragement. Yeah, guys, I love that idea of we're still all learning. We're still all teaching. Be kind to yourselves. Be humble.